Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we take a direct approach to mental health by speaking about the things that cause us pain in hopes that it will help someone else. This is a judgment-free safe zone, and all is welcome. I'm your host, Safe Word. Now, let's get into the topic. The topic of today is social media's tendency to normalize and almost rationalize unhealthy relationships for the sake of profit. Now, today, my prime example is going to be the Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanez situation. For those that don't know who Meg the Stallion is, her name is Megan, and she is a rapper from Texas. And those that don't know who Tory Lanez is, his real name is Daystar Peterson, and he is a Canadian rapper. And a couple of months ago, late August, I was actually in L.A. when this story broke, um, Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion were allegedly leaving a party at Keeping Up With The Kardashian star Kylie Jenner's home. And it was on social media. They were living it up at Kylie Jenner's home. And then on the way home, an argument ensued between Megan and Tory Lanez. And he proceeded to shoot her in the foot. Now, Megan underwent surgery. And then the next day, you know, she was in the club. She was fine. I'm okay. I'm still alive. She's living her best life. And so it seemed to almost soft pedal the situation or almost make it seem less crucial or less destructive or less unhealthy that he proceeded to take a gun and shoot her in the foot when she could have possibly bled out and died. And that brings me to my topic of how social media tends to find a way to rationalize, justify, soft pedal, back pedal, whatever you want to call it. Um, unhealthy relationships for the sake of profit. In my last video, sorry, podcast, (laughs) I talked about the Cardi B and Offset situation and um, how social media followers and fans tend to idolize these very human celebrities and when they make a mistake or they do something that is unfavorable to their fan or you know their follower then the backlash is almost brutal it's really brutal it's very unforgiving and um before then i talked about the situation with ace family with um Austin and Catherine, how there was a video of Austin cursing and yelling at Catherine in front of their three children. So anyway, moving on to this particular topic. If you look in the media and you look and you see what are some of the biggest, most famous relationships that are in the media today, you get an offset, Nacardi B., a Will and Jada, a Ray J and Princess Love, a Beyonce and Jay-Z, a Rihanna and Chris Brown at the time, a Kourtney Kardashian and Scott Disick, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thomas, or you have the luxury of having yourself a Kim Kardashian and a Kanye West, basically. That's my general rundown of 
toxic couples such as your Cardi B's and Offsets. Anyway, some of these relationships that are portrayed on social media as what they say, couple goals or whatever you want to call it, are really, really poisonous, toxic, abusive relationships. However, social media always seems to find a way to rationalize their unhealthy behavior for the sake of profiting off of it. Now, when you talk about unhealthy relationships, it expands to more than just Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. It even extends over to YouTube. And as I said before, my very first video, like my very first podcast, I'm sorry, like this, I'm, I used to film, so I'm used to saying video. When I, talk, when I talked about um, YouTube, I talked about these family YouTube channels that were extremely toxic, but... They are considered relationship goals, particularly because they are social media influencers. They're really big on social media. And one of the most famous is, of course, the Ace Family. They're one of the biggest, most well-known family YouTubers on social media. And you also have other social media influencers such as, such as CJ So Cool. And when you look at a situation like that with uh, CJ So Cool, there was a video that uh, was posted with him and his girlfriend, Royalty. And it was a video posted where she did the I sold your shoes prank, basically. And he went on to choke her out in the view of the camera to the point where she was literally whimpering and there's no way to to fake that there's no way to edit that out there's no way to make it sound like something that it wasn't he was choking her over some shoes something materialistic like shoes something that can be replaced he was literally choking the life out of her and he literally got in her face he got extremely aggressive he got very angry and even said to her that his shoes meant more to him than her but they are still one of the biggest well one of the biggest well-known family youtube channels on the YouTube platform. However, their relationship dynamic is extremely unhealthy. He has been known to cheat on her. I'm sure he's been violent towards her. Allegedly, he's been violent, violent towards her because just from that video, I can see that this is something that he's very comfortable with doing. You know, if he works up on the wrong side of the bed, he's very comfortable snatching her by her neck and choking the crap out of her. So I can see clearly that this is something that he's comfortable enough to do because he's done it before. You don't normally someone who doesn't or hasn't participated in this behavior before wouldn't feel so comfortable doing it, even though the camera's rolling and the world is watching. But anyway, there was also a scandal about a year ago, year or two ago, where she was pregnant and he was cheating on her, as he has done so many different times in their relationship. And she basically made a video, and I actually watched the video. I don't really watch, like I said, family YouTubers, but every now and then when something comes across that gets my attention, you know, I'll look at it or maybe one of my favorite YouTubers will post about it. And so I'll watch it. 
And she was basically justifying why she was going to stay with him, even though he's cheated on her. I'm sure he's put his hands on her. You know, I'm sure he's done both in front of their children. And she made this video basically justifying the fact that she was going to stay with him and no marriage, no relationship is perfect. Couples argue, blah, 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 blah. To me, it was just a bunch of mush mouth words I won't say on this podcast, if you're asking me, just to justify staying with a man that treats you like trash because maybe he pays your bills or gives you money or maybe, you know, you're securing a bag or you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle or whatever the case may be. So you'll allow him to treat you like trash just to keep from maybe getting up and getting a job of your own or maybe having your own money or whatever the case may be. Or maybe because... You are a social media influencer and people admire you and then they worship you and all this other mumbo jumbo. You're willing to stay with a man who treats you like trash just to continue to portray a lifestyle on social media that very well is the complete opposite of your life outside of social media. And the fact that social media tends to rationalize this behavior if you look at the relationship between let's say a a Christian uh you know Chloe Kardashian's baby's uh father and Chloe is literally my favorite Kardashian but the fact that she's willing to start going back out with Tristan Thompson even though he has cheated on her and admitted to having sexual contacts now he didn't say they had sexual intercourse and i'm not going to speculate whether or not it's not my business but he admitted to having sexual contact with kylie jenner's former best friend jordan woods at a party but she's willing to go back into a relationship with him even though she has a baby girl named true very beautiful healthy little girl and true is watching She sees these things. And that takes me back to the CJ So Cool situation. Your children are watching these things. Not only do you have to worry about the millions of preteen and teenage girls and boys that are watching you on social media. You have children that are watching you in your home, watching your boyfriend choke you and probably smack you. And watching daddy leave the house to go cheat on mommy with multiple women and then coming back and getting right back in the bed with her. Honestly, what type of message are we sending to our children? What are we sending to little girls? That it's okay to let my boyfriend choke me as long as he pays my bills? It's okay to let him smack me around? In the um, Ace Family situation, is it okay to let my boyfriend curse at me and and yell at me and and talk to me derogatorily because he pays my bills or because we want to portray a certain image on social media that makes us look good? What are we saying to our little boys? That that's how you talk to a woman? If you get into a dispute with her, you pull out your your AK-47 and and you shoot her phalanges off or whatever the case may be? Is that what we are saying to our little boys? We take guns and we shoot our spouses if we get into an argument? Do we slap our girlfriend if she pisses us off or she sells some stupid shoes? Which it was just a prank. But the fact that it went that far, that he had his hands around her throat and she 
could barely breathe and she had to say it's a prank it's a prank you could literally hear her struggling to breathe as he was choking her the cameras were rolling there was no way to uh to to make that sound any other way than what it was he choked the crap out of her and you can tell from her voice she was afraid so you know she's afraid of him. It doesn't matter what she says. She's afraid of him. And she they have multiple children. I think he entered the relationship with children. She may or may not have had children when they started the relationship. But that's not the point. You have children. Children who are watching these things. And we get into everybody's favorite celebrity, Beyonce. When I was a little girl, Beyonce was queen okay when i was a little girl and beyonce was with destiny's child beyonce was an independent woman i was always the kind of little girl who was very independent i like to do things for myself i don't want anyone to do anything for me as a young woman i never cared about relationships i never cared about getting married i never cared about having children i never cared about any of that because i wanted the freedom to live my life as i choose i've never been the kind of person to ask anybody for money i don't borrow money from anyone i pay my own bills i buy my own stuff if i want it safe word buys it for herself and so when i was a little girl beyonce was very influential to me because she was an independent woman but there's also some skeletons in her closet, allegedly, that may not look so good if it were brought out to social media in front of her followers. But also because social media has a tendency to rationalize these things, it may not really make a difference. But there is some talk about how Jay-Z may have been involved with someone else at the time when Beyonce popped into the picture. Bunny and Clyde, me and my boyfriend, yada, yada, yada. There may have, he may have been involved with someone else when she jumped into the picture. There's also talk that Jay-Z has cheated on Beyonce multiple times with multiple different women. There may have even been a rumor that Jay-Z may have been violent with Beyonce on, may, on more than one occasion. But everyone idolizes Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, they're couple goals. And let's look at our favorite entanglement couple, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Now, granted... They have an open relationship. That's fine. They never publicly came out and said they have an open relationship, but the writing is on the wall and it's in Sharpie. Pay attention. They have an open relationship. They are not monogamous type of people. They're more interested in polyamory, and that's completely fine. But you have to look at the two innocent parties who were watching these types of things growing up. I mean, would she, would Jada, and granted, I'm a big Jada fan. I was a fan of Jada back when she was Lena on um, A Different World. I've been a big fan of Jada for a long time. And of course, I grew up with the Fresh Prince. So I've been a fan of Will Smith for a very long time. But when you think about it, look at the two children that they have. Look at Willow and Jaden. Granted, very beautiful, gorgeous, healthy children very talented kids, but look at the type of situation in which they had to grow up in. 
That's a very unhealthy way to think about it. Because for a little girl, if she grows up saying, mommy's sleeping with this man and this man and this man, and what she knows in her small mind about marriage when she's that little is that marriage is between two people. But if you're seeing five, six, seven, eight people stepping inside of a marriage they don't belong in, what is she going to think? And when you look at at uh, Jaden, Jaden is thinking, okay, I'm married to this woman, but I can sleep with this woman, this woman, this woman, this woman, and it's completely fine. Now, like I said, what people do in their relationship is their business, but social media has a tendency to normalize things that otherwise would be considered completely unhealthy, completely unacceptable by any standard. And I don't understand how people do that. I don't understand how being rich, being famous, being well-known, being popular, having a social media following, having a bag or whatever the case may be. I don't understand how to some extent you will allow yourself to be treated like less than a person just to secure a bag that you can secure on your own. I was recently looking at the Sukihana situation. Like I said, I'm not a rap person. It's not my thing. So I really don't even pay attention to rap. The most well-known rapper to me is Cardi B. And that's because she's so big. That's the only way I found out about it because I don't listen to rap music. However, Sukihana, my, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, did a video about Sukihana and this OnlyFans video, which showed her in a completely compromising inappropriate position but it's only fans uh an inappropriate uh situation where she was performing fellatio on her boyfriend and he was almost he choked he was choking her to the point where she vomited in his lap and he was talking to her about this is why i give you what you want and she was literally crying she was humiliated but what I don't understand is how she could lower herself to that point to where your boyfriend is gagging you with his man parts until you throw up in his lap. That is completely inappropriate. And I don't know Sukihana, but I Sukihana is a mother and I can bet she probably has a little girl. And this little girl is she I'm sure she knows. I mean the kids around, I'm sure she goes to regular school and the kids around her have probably seen the video because their parents probably don't care what they watch. And I'm sure she knows by now, you know, unless she's too small or she's not in school. I'm sure she knows by now about the video, you know, featuring her mom, you know, playing polish the silver with a side of regurgitations with her boyfriend and she's crying on camera. You can tell she's completely humiliated. But if you look at a couple like a Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion or Will and Jada or Beyonce and Jay-Z, all of these couples are some of the most prominent, well-known couples in the world. But behind the scenes, there's a lot going on and to the extent where I'm seeing beautiful, strong women that are allowing themselves to be treated like, like a, you know, like they're an option, like like they're not they're not first priority. I'm watching these women like royalty 
who is so desperate to hold on to she mentioned something in the video about how she started this empire and she's the queen and all this mushmouth bullcrap to justify her boyfriend cheating on her while she's pregnant with his child, one of many children she had from him. She's pregnant with his child and it's possible he could go out and cheat with a woman that has a sexually transmitted disease because chances are while he's cheating with these women, he's not getting them tested or getting himself tested and he's coming right back home and tracking his dirt right back through the floor into her home or the home that they share with their children, he could possibly pass on, let's say hypothetically, he passes on herpes to her. She's kissing her children. She could possibly pass on herpes to them or some type of sexually transmitted disease that they know nothing about because they're children. And there's so many problems with domestic violence the fact that he would put his hands on her and it's okay for her. I know for a fact this isn't the very first time he has put his hands on her. Because in that video, and this is not to judge her at all because I don't know her. The thing is, he was too comfortable choking her. And you could literally hear her whimpering. It's a prank. It's a prank. She was struggling to even get those three words out. She was choking. He was choking the life out of her. And I just don't understand. Me as a young woman, I don't understand how having a bag or, you know, having this and that and the other could make you degrade yourself, demean yourself, literally make yourself level to the ground to hold on to a relationship that is clearly toxic. You're bringing children into the world. Children are watching this. Now, granted, maybe she came from a situation maybe where she didn't have anything. Maybe she came from a situation like that. I myself didn't come from a situation like that. I always had food. I always had clothes. I always had a roof over my head. I always had any and everything I wanted. So I never had to worry whether I had to buy it myself or whether my parents bought it for me. I had everything I wanted. I never had to worry. So maybe she had a situation like that. But at the end of the day, is it really worth your little girl someday growing up and thinking it's okay to let a man slap her and choke her over shoes? It's absolutely pathetic. And... This is not to judge these women or to put these women down. But like I said before, on this podcast, it's real. There's no BS. There's no sugarcoating. I have the same energy for, for the goose that I have for the gander. You know, I don't, I don't have a respect a person that I like so much that if they do something that I don't agree with, that I'm going to, you know, nod and agree as if it's okay, because it's not okay. Because all of these women that I named, Megan, Cardi, Royalty, all of these women are beautiful women, beautiful, successful women. Even Catherine, she's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful, successful woman. And I don't understand how she could continue if this is the case, because we don't know, because we only know what social media shows us. If this is the case, how she can allow herself to be treated that way. And like I said in my last podcast, it's not to say to, to degrade these women. It's to say, no, you're not stupid. It's fine to love him. Every woman has a man that she has gone back to who she knew was not going to work out, myself included. But 
No, you're not stupid for loving him. No, you're not stupid for wanting to be with him. But do you really want to be treated that way? What is the alternative? All I'm saying is this. You should never put your own happiness, peace of mind, self-respect, dignity, and self-worth. You should never put that on the line for a relationship, for a bag, for a social media following, for new clothes, new shoes, for your kids, none of the above. And if it gets to the point where you need to take your children and leave, you need to do that. And maybe find another way to secure that bag. Because in 2020, there are many different ways to secure a bag without allowing a man to smack you around and cheat on you numerous times and then make it sound like it's your fault. Especially in royalty situation when we're talking about something as materialistic as some shoes. That was just my take on how social media tends to rationalize and justify unhealthy relationships and inappropriate behavior and how it influences the people that are watching in and including the children of these couples that live inside the home and have no say-so over the structure, structural foundation of their families. For those that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. If you like this podcast, please check out my last podcast. I left the link in the description below. If you enjoyed this talk, please support my podcast. If you would like me to speak about any subject related to mental health, please leave me an email at the numbers 2020 time, the number two, talk at gmail.com. That's 2020 time to talk at gmail.com. Please let me know if you would like me to read your email live on my podcast. To protect your privacy, I will omit any personally identifiable information. This is Safe Word signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.